Welcome back to Jurassic Park Minute. Jurassic Park Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1993 film Jurassic Park Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And we're here to bring you Minute number 13 of Jurassic Park. Brady, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Just enjoying uh, getting into Jurassic Park here. We spent a lot of time in uh, Ellie and Grant's trailer yeah, this we week, really, don't yeah, the, we? The last few minutes uh, we have. In fact, um, some of those uh, points in those scenes were so slow that we were actually able to put in little... Uh, I don't know, side bits of Jurassic Park. And we talked about the engine company right. and the San Diego project that they had going on that's briefly touched on in The Lost World, which uh, both of which I, I think are really interesting subjects. Yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of cool to hear the... I, I love uh, fictional corporations. Yeah, I'll And their too. history, I think, is really cool. And yeah. I mean, for anybody who is interested in that stuff, the book... The Jurassic Park just goes into all of that in such great detail. And you don't just get engine, you get Biosyn, you get the Hammond Foundation. And all of these things are just covered extensively. So I think that uh, Michael Crichton has a, had a real gift for just kind of like going off on tangents about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And just like filling in details as he was typing. Yeah. And he would just kind of almost have a conversation in his head as if yeah. he was explaining yeah. something to somebody else. But it, he's so intelligent and he's so well spoken or well typed in this sense that you just kind of buy all of it yeah and that's a good way to put his writing is that um sometimes he does it's just like a kid who's like making his own little story when he's playing with his toys and it's sort of like you're able to follow along and still be interested in this, I don't know. He yeah. has such a fount of knowledge about yeah. the world that he's able to just make stuff up, but then still use real facts. And mm-hmm. at the, at the, by, by the time you're reading it, he could have been lying to me to my face if I'd ever met him. And, and you, I'd, yeah, I'd buy yeah, all of exactly. it. Like, oh, really? Okay. So that's the wow. That's a lot of depth of history there. You yeah. Know, so, uh, and what's funny is that um, we're going to go from, you know, all the dinosaur related stuff in the movie to industrial espionage in right. this scene. So it's you're not just getting dinosaurs chasing people on a park, you're getting. Uh, things like industrial espionage and shady, the un- spy stuff. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. man. The way businesses kind of like uh, work on each other and try and just uh, outthort the other one. And I don't know, man. It's cool that this story actually touches on that. Yeah. With that, let's get into it. All right, let's get into minute number thirteen. In the previous minute, John Hammond asked Ellie and Grant to come into his wildlife preserve. At minute number 13, Hammond hops onto a counter and tells Ellie and Grant that he has a jet standing by at Chateau, ready to take them away to his island in Costa Rica if they agree. At 13.06, Grant stands and tells Hammond that it isn't possible for them to just up and leave their excavation site. At 13.12, Hammond tells them that he could compensate them by further funding their dig for an additional three years. Both Ellie and Grant go silent and speechless. At 13.24, they clink their drinks together in celebration and moderately ask, where's the plane? At 13.33, Ellie and Grant embrace each other in the success of finding funding for a further three years of research. John Hammond has poured himself a glass of champagne and is laughing while drinking. At 13.37, we hard cut to a shot of a dirty station wagon pulling up to an outdoor restaurant. A man in a red shirt, gray slacks, sunglasses, hat, and holding a large red bag steps out of the car as the words San Jose, Costa Rica appear on the bottom of the screen. The man looks suspicious and does not appear to be a local. He walks around the restaurant looking for someone, and thus ends minute number 13 of Jurassic Park. So... We get uh, the good news of them having further funding for their research there at the end of the, at, uh, you know, about the middle of the minute. And uh, my wife uh, is an anthropologist and has worked on a lot of projects. And she talks all the time about how difficult it is to find full funding for something. Uh, mm-hmm. You go project to project kind of being like, all right, you know, how can we get, you know, a grant for this, a grant for that? So to find John Hammond coming in and saying, hey, we'll give you the funding for this excavation for the further three years, that's massive. Yeah. They could find so many more dinosaurs here. I imagine there's a lot of excavation sites where they find something and then their funding runs out and they have to leave. That's right. Uh, And, you know, all parties are going to benefit from this because they are, 
doing a lot of work for Hammond and for Engine for the Jurassic Park project. Yeah. So, uh, and then we get an introduction to a to an infamous character who is only in this movie for a brief minute, but you will always for forever hear people referencing Dotson. Dotson, we got Dotson here. You know, it's just all over the place. And uh, one he, of my favorite uh, YTMND internet thing, you know, mm-hmm. you're the man now. Oh, yeah. com is they have uh, Nidri pointing at him saying, Doxon, we got Doxon here. Yeah, and there's a, a Doxon's face instead of his head. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny. So, uh, and what's funny is that he's only in this movie for maybe three this or four is it. minutes. Yeah. yeah. This is his one scene. And, uh, and then he's out. And he, there's a really cool backstory there that they go into a little bit greater in the book. Uh, and I know we're covering the movie here, not the book, but he is the uh, head researcher at Biosyn, which is a competing company of InGen. Right. And uh, they are trying to beat out InGen at the uh, Jurassic Park, you know, at creating uh, dinosaurs for commercial purpose. So he's taking some shortcuts here by stealing yeah. something from InGen. Exactly. Yeah. Industrial espionage, like you said. There you go. And uh, he, they, they, again, in the book, uh, go into a little bit greater detail about what makes this guy so shady. And he's just a real piece of work. He's actually the main antagonist in the Lost World yeah. uh, novel. And for whatever reason, was replaced in the movie with another character. But... Uh, he's played by an actor named Cameron Thor, who actually ran a uh, very successful acting school and, aside from Jurassic Park, had roles in A Few Good Men, Hook, and Clear and Present Danger. Oh, so isn't, I think Hook wasn't Hook what Steven Spielberg yeah. shot before like this right before. was list? Yeah. So I guess you know he kind of carried him over there. Yeah. Uh, he auditioned for the part of Ian Malcolm, actually. Hmm. And my Halloween costume uh, a few years ago was uh, was Dotson. Yeah. I was in the all that regalia with a Barbasol can in everybody got it. Yeah. Everybody yeah. understood who it I was. I don't know why this character, I mean, if you read the book and saw the movie, of course he'd stick out to you because you have the foreknowledge of who the character is going into it. But I don't know why Dodson made such a great splash with the generation. He really did. And it's such a subtle thing. They got it. He's not really doing anything at all. I mean, you can tell he's like really smarmy, but it's, that's it. Maybe it's because he's like the real big bad. I mean, you know, Nidri is really more the big bad, and the mm-hmm. you know John Hammond to a degree, but uh, he is the, representative of the big big bad Biosyn. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's no mention of Biosyn in the movie. Yeah, I don't even think they say the words Engine in the movie. You see the logo for Engine. Yeah, I think you might be right. Uh, but Biosyn is never heard of. Dodson is just this shadowy figure that uh, is kind of goofy, who represents this big bad ominous figure, mm-hmm. which you don't see. But here we are, like 23, 24 years out from the movie, and you still hear people saying dots and dots, and we got dots in here. And uh, yeah, and you know See, what they're talking cares. about. Okay. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, all right, the only other note that I have for this minute is the song that's playing in this cafe is Las Gafiotas by the Mad Sea Mariachi Band. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming sure. I'm I believe you. Why not? Yeah. Right. But uh, <laughs> anytime I see people eating Mexican food in a movie, it makes me so hungry. I know. I just dude. and he's got that pie that you know in a minute. But uh, I want burritos. You know what? What? I'm done with this minute. Why don't we go get some Mexican food? All right, let's go to a fine Mexican restaurant. Which is what Taco Bell? Oh yeah, let's go. Chipotle? I don't know. One no, of those. Taco Bell. Taco Izzo's. Bell's for let's, sure. Let's go to Izzo's. Oh, Izzo's. Izzo's. My God. Why yeah, go anywhere please. else when you have an Izzo's? Right. Yeah. That's a local burrito chain. For those that don't know, it's it's fantastic. All right, so. for Kyle, I'm Brady. Let's go. Come on. Hold on to your burritos. <laughs> Jurassic Park Minute is a fan-supported podcast. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at JurassicParkMinute at gmail.com and visit us online at JurassicParkMinute.com, Facebook.com slash JurassicParkMinute, and Twitter.com slash JurassicMinute. Minute.